What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? Uh, not much, man. You see that your Chiefs are going to play in Germany next year, right? I saw that. I hate that shit. Saw that. Saw that. <laughs> uh, did you did you see Andy Reid's response to it? He was being questioned about it. No, I did not see that. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I look forward to eating a bratwurst. I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's where his brain went. <laughs> I don't see why not. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, uh, NFL day today for us. We we got we got uh, two games tomorrow, two games Sunday, right? Fuck yeah! Uh, wow, amazing, amazing. So happy Friday, guys. What's all going on, Sex Panther? Uh, you know we have nothing to talk about when we're talking about you know Andy Reid eating bratwurst and pre-show, you know bullies and getting ganged up on and so just uh, nothing to talk about thank god it's football friday it's kind of taking over football saturday might be a permanent thing who knows but i'm looking forward to it playoff games um two of us have kind of a vested interest i know that the rams are, are participating but max probably still has somebody he likes in this little tournament so i'm ready to get going I mean, who's your vested interest cincinnati Oh, I'm all in on the Bengals. Oh, I didn't know you were such a Bengals fan. Well, Raiders suck, so fuck the Raiders. Oh, oh yeah, okay, that's right, that's right. Okay, so if uh, you're a Raiders I, fan, you gotta have a backup team, right? I guess I gotta be take a front runner team then too, right? Um, I'm got, all in on the Giants. No, yeah, fuck so it. You got I, a couple I'm, teams. I'm, I'm all in on the Giants. You know, local team, and you know, I hate the Jets. So. There you, you, hate the, you hate the Jets? How can anybody hate the Jets? I don't hate the Jets. Oh, okay. I feel sorry. For, I, yeah, as, a Mets, as, as, a, as a Mets fan, you can't hate the Jets. Like, really, there, there's a there's kind of an empathy factor there, you know. When, when and, and oftentimes Mets fans are Jets fans. Like, I do know a couple of uh, yeah, Yankees crossover. Jets fans, and at least they can soften the blow a little bit, even though the Yankees haven't won in fucking what twenty years. Or it's something? been a while. Huh? How about a pinstripe? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's like hating the Jets a bit, like hating the kids on the short bus. I'm just yeah, I hate those smug assholes. I mean, re- really, it's there's no 
teams that I hate. There's certain fans that just kind of bother me in, in, in the NFL and, and in baseball as well. Uh, you know, but all the, you know, all the teams that are left, I could, yeah, I could probably rank them of the ones that I'd want to win versus the ones I don't want to win. Gee, the, (laughs) The same city would be on the bottom of both your baseball and football leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hockey, I don't care, though. The 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 Flyers could use a fucking uh, win here and there, but that ain't going to happen anytime soon. (laughs) All right. Well, we should get to it. Get to work. Four games. Jacksonville, Kansas City. First up, Jacksonville. Red hot Jacksonville. Unbelievable. But they are plus nine against Kansas City. Yeah, listen, man. uh, Unprobable, improbable, unprobable. Take grammar lessons. I don't fucking care. An improbable comeback last week. Uh, the Jags going to look to con- continue their miracle run by you know trying to knock out Pat Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. Uh, for Kansas City, they're going to hope that that extra week of rest, the extra week of preparation sets them up to head to the AFC Championship game. Where that game is played, whether it's Kansas City or Atlanta, still to be determined. <laughs> They'll know that, I guess, Sunday. But one step at a time here. They get they got to be the Jaguars. And I don't think it's going to be an easy task dot 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 if the jags don't fuck up and make as many mistakes as they did last week they cannot afford to play the same game they played last week and expect to beat kansas city it ain't fucking happening they're not the chargers so uh the only way that the jaguars have a chance here is yeah they get they got to play their absolute best game and um i i don't I don't think that they win. I think Kansas City does move on. I do think Kansas City is is destined to you know go to the uh, the championship uh, game. However, I think I think Jacksonville is going to play their hardest this week, and I think the eight and a half is a tad bit too much here. Um, I hate being I guess on the popular side of the fucking bet, really, but I'm going to do it. Uh, Fifty dollar bet on Jacksonville. Yeah, I you know the. Jacksonville not supposed to be here and the the train and whatever everybody jumping on like I, we were on that way before they were unlucky before they were unlucky last week this is a better team than what their record says and what they were the first half of last week I mean, put it into context as bad as they were in the first half if they actually would have not had all those turnovers then the Chargers might have fired their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator instead of just the offensive coordinator. Scratching my head on that one. But listen, it's Kansas City at home. I agree they're going to win. But as usual, Kansas City just typically does not cover these inflated lines. I think Jacksonville keeps it within nine. I'm giving them a puncher's chance. I don't think they really you know, win, but I think they definitely keep it close. So give me the nine points and give me my $50 on the Jags. Is there a roadmap for them to winning in your head, Max? There is. I I have a kind of a Mm -hmm. map, too. I think what Jacksonville needs to do, especially defensively, is just make Kansas City just slowly march down the field as much time as possible. It's not always successful, but it is sometimes successful that you can frustrate Mahomes. He got a little frustrated during the season, and he got a little impatient. And I think that's the roadmap. Just don't give up anything big. Make them take the underneath stuff over and over and over again. See if you can frustrate them. See if you can just, you know, cause the super card. I want to just, you know, just tear ass, tear ass, but it can't. Um, Man, I, I don't think there's, I don't think Kansas City loses the game. But uh, that's nine points. I have to agree with you. We're going to kiss a death Jacksonville Jaguars here, plus the nine. That's the best line I could find. Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's to your point, too, is uh, if, 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 
uh, Travis Kelsey has a lot of receptions, then you know Jacksonville's doing a hell of a job defensively, right? I mean, because that's what you want. You you want them, you want Mahomes to have to rely on Kelsey, uh, because then he, that dependency just kind of kicks in, and it does. It slows the game down, and then he's gonna eye his his immediate eye is gonna go to Kelsey. Like that's what you're gonna do. You're gonna change his uh, field perspective from looking around the field for the best option to just going for Kelsey. And in those situations, as great as Kelsey is, we know that. If he's if he, if his mind is set on one player, it's easy to defend one player as opposed to four. You know, so I, I agree with you. You you give, give up the three four yards at a time if you need to stop the big plays. But I agree with the other side of it too. Is they got to control the ball and control the clock. Keep that defense out there as long as you can. You don't want to get in a track meet with the Chiefs. That's a really bad idea. Even though the Jaguars can score, I don't think you want to see this thing start to get into the 30s for both sides. Uh, so, yeah, keep the offense on the field, keep your defense off the field, keep them fresh, and maybe the Chiefs' defense gets worn out in the second half. I like that under, then, with all that being said. The uh, mm-hmm. the under's mm-hmm. uh, 53 at MGM. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you want to get limited, you want to get banned at MGM, you take the under 53. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, 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 you know... I think I have this at 49. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I, I think uh, I think we got a couple of points to play with with the under there. Now, just devil's advocate in this game, and maybe one other uh, or two others. Um, the divisional round, historically, when it was two teams with a bye, it was always like a, a big wake-up call for the wildcard teams to play mm-hmm. the divisional guys who had mm-hmm. buys. It would just be mm-hmm. thump them. We spent a week convincing ourselves the wildcard teams were good, and then they met the teams that actually were mm-hmm. good, and they got thumped. So yeah. it, with that being said, it wouldn't be surprising if Jacksonville absolutely just gets annihilated here. Oh, yeah, listen, I I think other than one game this week, mm-hmm. it's, it's either going to be a close game or an absolute blowout. Like, I think three of the four games have the potential to be fucking blowouts. And then only one of them, I feel, is is I I can't see a blowout on. I just can't see it in in one of them. But three of them, absolutely. And this is one of them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it could be. I mean, if, what we've seen with the Chiefs is if they're clicking on all cylinders, there really isn't a better offense in the league than the Chiefs. The the path for the Jags not only is the the ball control, but they're going to need a little luck. They're going to need a little help. They're going to need some turnovers. They're going to need Mahomes to you know, do one of his little fancy point guard passes that don't, doesn't go his way. And uh, they're going to need some help because the Chiefs are the better team. Yeah, right. listen, uh, you know, not, not to get too detailed and see how I run some of my numbers, but I, I try to do like best case scenario, worst case scenario. <laughs> like I try to run numbers like if, if everything goes right for this team, do they still have a chance of beating and by how many points do they have? Right. And with Jacksonville, if everything goes right for them in, in regards to the turnover battle and charge of, uh, you know, the, the clock control and stuff like that. I, I still don't have them beating the Chiefs, but I have <laughs> I have them I have them keeping it really fucking close, right? So in my best case scenario, they only lose by one point. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so I think they can keep it like really really close if they play a really great game. But I do I do think the Chiefs win probably by by a touchdown. That's what that's what I think the nine is the nine's too much. I think so. Mm-hmm. So should we just shred our tickets up and just money line the Chiefs minus four fifty? They're saying. Probably, yeah. This is like a zero. You have a zero probability. I have uh, almost a zero probability of 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 the Jacksonville Jaguars winning this game, Uh, (laughs) but keeping it close. Keeping it close. Okay. So the margin of error is there. So you take that best case scenario, then they can beat them once. Right. Well, not to, mention we, not to mention we, March. Yeah. it was a kiss of death on the Jags. So you probably just take the Chiefs minus 14 and you're good. 
Take a, just yeah, just take the whatever the alt line is at the bottom of your page on your sports book. God damn it! Uh, all right, next game up. Next game up. I know at least in the book club, this might be the second or first, depending on who's around. The most important game: mm-hmm. Giants Eagles. Uh, Eagles are at home minus seven and a half. All right, listen. I'm, I'm going to preface this. I, I know Kyle doesn't listen to our show. So um, uh, this, I guess, if Marky Mark still listens to the show regularly, please just close your ears, just just for a couple minutes. Just I don't want you to hear this. I really don't. I don't want. I don't. I just close your ears. All right. Uh, Philadelphia's had a really, really good season. I'm not going to go into recap mode with this team. So you know you can download and listen to every single episode if you really want to hear week by week of what I think of the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but again, the short synopsis is. This is a team capable of great stuff. On the flip side, they're capable of being a really lackadaisical team. And you can argue, you can argue, I will argue, that they don't have a signature win all year. Not a single signature win. Still, they have beaten four playoff teams this year, including the Giants twice. If this team fires on all cylinders, they're a dangerous fucking team. But the big question mark for me is, like, what is the health of Jalen Hurts? If he's not 100%, the Giants, I think they can exploit that field rust. I think that they can keep this a close game. We know divisional games are weird. And on the flip side of what I was talking about with Jacksonville and their implied probability, I I have the Giants much, much closer. Arch, I know you do not think much of the Giants. I know that they've been at the bottom of your ranks all year round. They've made uh, huge strides in in my ranks uh, in in, in the recent weeks. I'm going to take a flyer here. It worked for me last week against the Vikings, even though the Vikings are a joke of a team. $50 money line bet on the Giants. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, the Eagles, I mean, kind of like the Chiefs, they have an extremely high upside with their offensive ability and their ability to put up points. Um, But with that caveat, the little asterisk that Max mentioned, Jalen Hurts and is he healthy? I think we think about the Eagles and what we've seen the last three or four weeks and the recency with Hurts. You know, A, they've had the division locked up. They kind of mostly had the first seed locked up. Jalen Hurts has been hurt. Uh, You know, just so many different things that we forgot how good and how dominant they were the first 12, 13 games of the season. That said, the Giants are starting to click at the exact right time. The wild card here is Daniel Jones and his running ability. No, he's not the greatest passer, but he's effective enough. He does what he's supposed to do. Saquon Barkley getting his touches, but Daniel Jones and his ability to run keeps defenses on their toes. I think that is kind of the wild card here. I don't have the confidence that Max has to think the Giants are actually going to win this game because I don't, but I do think they keep it within seven and a half points. So I'm putting 50 bucks on the G-Men. Hard for me to disagree with anything you said. (laughs) I think of all the games, though, this is the one I'm most afraid of getting out of control, just spinning completely out of control. If Philadelphia is clicking on all cylinders, I don't know how the Giants keep up with them. I really don't. I'm still going to do it because seven and a half is so many points. I'm going to take the Giants plus seven and a half for 50 bucks. But I can clearly see scenarios where this game gets ugly uh-huh. and out Absolutely. of hand. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, again, like I think, and I mentioned this on the show before, the Giants' path to victory or the path to at least covering the spread is they got to get the ball first and they got to eat as much off that clock as possible. 
They cannot go down by two touchdowns. If they go down by two touchdowns, this game is over. Like, uh, immediately fucking over. Uh, now, Philadelphia notoriously has been, you know, lazy in the second half of the game. So maybe the Giants can backdoor cover there. But there's no way that the Giants are going to go toe-to-toe with Philadelphia if their offense is firing on all cylinders. I totally agree with you. So Giants got to get the ball first. They got to fucking take bleed fucking time off that clock in that first possession. Hopefully get a touchdown there. Like, put Philly, at you know, in the position where they need to score the, the touchdown. And... Uh, you know, go into the half uh, leading or close and, and we'll have ourselves a ball game. They go down 14, fucking write it off, watch, watch something else. Just fucking find a Netflix show you want to watch and, you know, go bang your wife afterwards. Well, you know, and here's the reality, much like the Jacksonville, Kansas City game, the Giants need a little bit of luck, right? They can't turn the ball over. They need to get a few turnovers or, or special teams benefit against the, the Eagles when they have the ball. And, you know, you get what, eight to 12 drives per game, right? They've got to capitalize on those drives. You can't settle for field goals. You can't punt as little as possible. They've got to finish drives. I Listen, in this game, I feel like you're going to need 28 or more points to win it. Um, so whether or not the Giants can score that many, I don't know, but that's kind of where I see this game. You know, just looking at the lines, I was already kind of thinking the under, but it's gone down from 48 to 47 mm. and a half. And this mm. is with everyone hammering the over, I do believe, mm-hmm. last I saw. So it's 47 and a half now? Uh, you said? 47 and a half at uh, somewhere. Let's see here. Wow. I just saw it. Yep. Yep. 47 and a half. I'm, I'm slightly under. I got 47 as my total here in this one. So I'm still on the under there, but that's getting too close to comfort for me. Yeah. That's, that's 27 to 20 if you're taking the, you know, the line and the total into effect that's where vegas has this about 27 to 20 48 mm. is plus 102 the over right now at pinnacle wow oh so mm. Mm. i like the under there i like the under let's yeah. be a little contrarian here let's just let's predict an ugly game wink you gotta you gotta dial up some crazy defenses let's make this an ugly game fingers crossed that that, that benefits me if it's an ugly game <laughs> i think so too yeah <laughs> Uh, listen i usually save comments for for the end of the show nardbog has a uh, nardbog has a very important question for you arch does the si sportsbook have it under 60 yeah it probably does (laughs) unbelievable well we're halfway through should we take a little breather here yeah let's take a break let's talk about the book club that is where nardbog is commenting with us live because he is listening live with uh, will 412 and ramon and and mike rose and uh, you can listen live too if you go to thedegens.net or everyonehateswins.com. You sign up now for three free days. Uh, other than listening live, you get access to all of the different sports picks. You can talk sports betting. Hey, listen, uh, we Vaughn just joined us too. So he was just, he was just, he just heard me say listen live and it just fucking popped into his head and he's like, oh yeah, I got to listen live right now. And he fucking joined us. Uh, after the three free days, it's only $25 a month. You get access to all these great sports picks. Uh, Arch is posting the CSGO stuff. Uh, you know, Phil is still killing it in his fucking uh, props and all that. Yeah, golf. We got golf still going on. And, of course, fucking NASCAR in a couple weeks. It's going to fucking blow up in this place. And you can uh, join us if you book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're... Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. 
If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, next up. <laughs> this is, we've 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 saying he had the tinfoil hat off, so the voices finally came through. Oh, so he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> never let that slip. Never let that no, slip. No, no, no. Arch always has the tinfoil hat on. Yeah, always. <laughs> Bengals, Buffalo Bills. Next up, Buffalo at home minus five and a half. All right. So, so okay. I mentioned the one game that I just can't see getting out of hand and being an absolute fucking blowout. This is the one. I mentioned the one game in the pre-show that I really did not want to bet on. This is the one. Now, all that said, I am betting on it because <laughs> I've decided to bet them all. Um, this is the game that finally gets played, right? This is the this is the fucking game that that was supposed to be played and caused all this havoc that we're talking about now. Uh, thankfully, Hamlin is, you know, is, is he's fucking doing much better. Right. And and he's, you know, he's been an inspiration to this team. And, and God knows, like in, in other scenarios that you'd be pretty much fucking put the mortgage on Buffalo. There's no way they're fucking losing after, you know, having a player uh, go through that. Right. Uh, but the Cincinnati team uh, is so fucking tough. Right. They, they've been there before and they're coming in with several chips on their shoulders. Chip number one is the fact that did you guys see that the NFL is already selling AFC championship tickets for Atlanta? Oh, billboard billboard. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, chip number one right there. Chip number two is what's this line arch five and a half. Yep. Five and a half. Okay. This is a team that had Buffalo on the fucking ropes before that game got canceled. Now, that was in Cincinnati. I get that. But still, five and a half coming into this chip number two. Chip number three is that there's been a lot of chowder, a lot of doubters saying, oh, well, this team struggled against the Ravens backup quarterback. You know, Cincinnati's taking that a little personal. Make no fucking mistake. This team is really fucking good. As for Buffalo, they've had some issues. Uh, defense has been susceptible. They they gave up what over thirty to a third string rookie quarterback last week. Josh Allen looks to be playing hurt out there, or maybe he's, he's just watched a. Maybe uh, he was convinced that Russell Wilson was a good quarterback and watched way too much footage of him because he he looks at Russell Wilson at times out there. <laughs> I, I you know I went into this one without running my numbers and said I'm betting Cincinnati. That was my, like I got to take five and a half Cincinnati. There's no way that my numbers say that Buffalo covers this one, and then I ran my numbers and Buffalo covers this one. And this is why I didn't want to bet it. This is what because my my gut says I should be betting Cincinnati. My numbers say I should be betting Buffalo. And uh, I'm torn here, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Fifty dollar bet on the Bills. 
I've stunned Panther. I like I'm I've just fucking I've stunned him completely. I hit a I hit a dead spot. I think I'm good here. So. <laughs> what did you do? I didn't hear what you did. I bet the bills. Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, look, you, you hit a lot of boxes. Okay, the the lack of a dominant performance against Baltimore last week does maybe give you a little question about how good the Bengals are. The Bengals come into this being red hot. I mean, just red fucking high. There is questions about that offensive line because they did suffer uh, a couple of injuries. One of their their linemen's out for the entire rest of the season. Um, so I look at it like this, though. And I might get a little pushback from you guys, but the best quarterback on the field is Joe Burrow. The best wide receiver on the field is Jamar Chase. The best running back on the field is Joe Mixon. The best defense on the field is Buffalo, but I don't think the gap is as big as everybody thinks it is. One thing I've seen out of the Buffalo Bills, and in particular Josh Allen, you punch him in the mouth, you get him on the brink, you get him where they're the ones that have to make a play, I feel like they falter. The Bengals, like Max said, had him on the road. Granted, it was a first quarter. It was just the first quarter before, you know, uh, Hamlin went down. But Cincinnati was pretty much doing whatever they wanted against that Bills defense. The five and a half is disrespectful. And this Bengals team looks like a team that loves to play with a chip on their shoulder. I don't want the five and a half. The Bengals are winning this game and going to Kansas City. 50 bucks on Cincinnati. Money line. Money line. What is the money line here? Plus 206 looks like the best one on the board. Yeah, got you in. All right. Man, this is a tough game. Actually, I think these both these Sunday games are really tough games to bet on. I agree with everything you guys said. Another chip on the shoulders. This game should be in Cincinnati. <laughs> it shouldn't even be in Buffalo. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I, I like Cincinnati plus the points. I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put 50 bucks on Cincinnati because... We, I've, you know, I've, I've, I called it in the book club last time the Cincinnati played. They just got to wait for that one fumble, that one interception, and then that's it. They've won the game. That's exactly what's going to happen here. I don't know about Josh Allen. I don't know that this is physical. I think this is mental. I think this is entirely mental. Maybe his elbow is a little messed up and is not throwing like he wants, but some of these decisions he's making are just bizarre. You're up. You're beating the shit out of the Dolphins. And I think it was like your average depth of target was like 20 yards or something like that. He is just, he's a wild man out there. He's absolutely just a wild man. I love him for it, but I don't know that that's going to help him this weekend. So yeah, 50 bucks on the Bengals. Yeah. And, and again, you talk about paths to victory here. And, and I was shocked that I had um, Buffalo covering this one after I ran it. Um, biggest path to victory here is that that defense finally clicks and they take advantage of that offensive line mm-hmm. and, uh, and and they cause Burrow to make those mistakes. And and so knowing that Josh Allen is going to make a mistake, at least one mistake, right? He's he's good for the Jimmy G mistake out there. You got you got to basically double up on the other team. You got to fucking cause the team to make two the opposite team to make two mistakes. So uh, that's like best case scenario. That's where, you know, I have them winning by. Uh, you know, basically double digits at that point if they if they can cause. So I I do I think that it. Buffalo. Yeah, I th- I do think that Buffalo's defense is is has to step up if they want to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think that is the key. I think the key not not as much as Buffalo's defense, but the Bengals' offensive line. If Joe Burrow's jersey does not get dirty. 
could be a long, long day for the Buffalo Bills. It, it really could be. With that being said, I'm going to be a booger-eating moron and take the over like everyone else in, <laughs> everyone else in the world. It sure yeah. got. It has a lot of hallmarks that you think this one's going to go over. Right. Oh, man. What is that total? Uh, 49 and a half. Actually, 48 and a half at BetMGM right now. Again, if you want to get banned. Uh, yeah, take take the over here. Let's see. Pinnacle's got it right now at 49 minus 106 both sides. Hmm. Yeah, I like the over. Oh. Everybody in America likes the over. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be a lot of turnovers if it doesn't go over. <laughs> oh, boy. Last game on the board. The second most important game in the book club. The Dallas Cowboys are playing the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, looks like FanDuel's got San Francisco minus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, more than likely, the Dallas Cowboys season comes to an end this week. Uh, Niners, once again, should make the NFC Championship game. Um, really, it's hard to see how Dallas could win this one, but I'm, I'm talking about paths of victory, right? Let's outline the path to victory. Number one, Dak plays a great game. Number two, Brock Purdy plays a bad game. Number three, everyone on the 49ers dies. Number four, the Niners are forced to start Trey Lance. <laughs> Number five, a meteor hits and kills all of the Niners, which I guess is pretty much the same as as number three on my list. But in reality, it comes down to quarterback play here. The Niners defense is elite. Dallas's defense is eh, not bad. Now, uh, I think that that the, the difference makers really does come down to uh, how bad of a day uh, Brock Purdy has right. We all keep you know if, if he eventually crumbles right. Every week it's it's you're almost on like fucking like on the edge of your seat. It's like is this the week? Is this the fucking week that he's gonna fucking fall off the face of the earth? And if he does, then Dallas gets the win there. But I just I don't think it happens this week. I know that that Dallas has some dangerous defensive players. So you know, uh, uh, was it Micah Parsons? Is a fucking a beast out there that could fucking really make Brock's uh, day a tough day, but. San Francisco's got a great offensive line. They keep this guy standing. They make the great play calls. I trust the head coach a hell of a lot more on the Niners side, and that's coming from someone who blew, what, a fucking 25-point lead in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I like the Niners here at home to cover and win, so a $50 bet on San Francisco. You know, you were talking earlier uh, about signature wins, and you go through the Dallas uh, season. They beat the Eagles with no Jalen Hurts. They beat Minnesota, who's... Honestly, I think Dallas Cowboys 2.0. They beat a Tampa Bay team last year that sucks. Uh, Tom Brady's older than dirt. I mean, I don't know if there's a signature win for the Cowboys. Uh, you can go through the, the roster and look at the comparables. A quarterback. Dak Prescott maybe the check mark. I think. Oh, the come on. Come on. Not, come not on. Purdy's the real deal. Oh, I Lord. The wide receiver advantage is San Francisco. The running back advantage is San Francisco. The defense advantage is San Francisco. And I, listen, Archie get defensive, but sell Brock Purdy short. He's the new quarterback in San Francisco. There's no reason to believe he doesn't maintain what he's done all season long. I don't think this is four and a half. I don't, I don't think this is seven. San Francisco's winning this, and I don't believe it's close. I'm laying the four and a half and take the 49ers. I do agree that the 49ers are going to win. This is the one game I really can't find value on either side. I think I think San Francisco wins the game uh, pretty pretty much every you know what sixty six seven eight percent right around there. I have to look and see. But man, this four I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, I I don't think Brock Purdy is demonstrably better than Dak Prescott. 
I really don't. I don't think Dak is that bad of a quarterback. I know everyone everyone likes to throw Dak under the bus, but I, I really don't think he's that bad. I think he stays pretty cool, collected for the most part. He does make a couple boneheaded decisions, but fuck. I mean, which quarterback on this list doesn't right now? The games we've talked about, they all do. Uh, I'm going to lean San Francisco minus the points, but this is a game I cannot bet. Honestly speaking, Arch, like to answer your question, out of all the quarterbacks remaining, the one that we haven't seen all the boneheaded mistakes from is Brock Purdy. Like I, I again, well, just, like, well, the, when, the, you, the, when you're missing your right receivers by you know seven yards in the first half of the game, it's hard to have that many bad decisions. <laughs> True, fair point. Listen, <laughs> I mean, but you're just talking about bad decisions. We're not talking about like overall play. But you, and I know that's a short data set on this guy. But he's not he's not going out there making the mistakes because they're not allowing him to make the mistakes. Right. The other guys have earned the opportunity to take the fucking shots that they want to take. And that's why like so mistakes. is Listen, man, it risk reward return mm-hmm. of investment mm-hmm. like it's like guys fucking get there to earn it. I don't fucking care if Mahomes throws an interception. Right. Like, I don't care if he takes a risk. It's the same way I didn't fucking care when Brett Favre was doing it in his prime, when he was doing it at the end of the career. It reeked of desperation. But, you know, in his prime, it, I did not fucking care that he took a shot. The risk reward was up there. Pat Mahomes does the same thing. Josh Allen, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it, there's some questions on him. Joe Burrow does the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Dak does the same thing. And a lot of times it fucking goes the opposite way. But that's why I'm 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 never like super critical of interceptions per se. Right. Like, uh, yeah, if, if we're critical of interceptions, then fucking uh, Trevor Lawrence should have been fucking benched in the, in the fucking first half last week. Mm-hmm. You know, that to me doesn't it's. Is the interception, is the risk worth, like, you know, going for this play, was the risk worth it or not? That type of fucking decision making to me as a head coach is like, all right, listen, I understood what fucking Pat Mahomes was trying to do here. It didn't go our way, but guess what? Now defense, it's up to you. Get the fucking ball back. Don't let the other team score. And then Mahomes is going to fucking score on this next drive. I guarantee fucking see it. Right. That's the whole fucking – that's the confidence that you have in a quarterback like that. And I think Purdy's not making those big mistakes. And I don't think he's going to make those big mistakes because Shanahan ain't going to let him. Shanahan ain't going to let him fucking sling out there. They've got a specific, like, you know, golf bot, like the old golf bot fucking playbook, dusting it off. And it's like, here you go, Purdy. Don't fuck up. That's it. That's how we win this game. Well, not only that, but all the weapons at his disposal. I mean, hell, even they bring out the trick plays where McCaffrey's throwing it, Debo's throwing it. Hell, I even think we've seen Kittle and Ayuk throw it. I think the weapons at his disposal is what makes San Francisco so dangerous. But listen, I wasn't saying Purdy was better than Dak, and I definitely wasn't shitting on Dak. I'm basically saying I think the quarterback position between these two quarterbacks is kind of a wash, maybe a nod to Dak because of his experience. But when you look at the weapons at Purdy's uh, disposal, it's kind of, I mean, I, I just, where's the weak spot on the San Francisco team? Oh, agreed. The it's, quarterback yeah. position, right? right? The quarterback yeah. position. Mm-hmm. And to Max's point, he hasn't made the mistakes and they don't put him in a situation to make those mistakes. Right, right, right. Okay. I see what you're saying now. Because, uh, you know, I still think old man, if you come to my head, if I had to start a quarterback, it would be old man Dak. Oldest quarterback in the playoffs uh, versus Brock. That would look great in San Francisco, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, well anybody, anybody would, anybody would. They're geniuses over there. Um, but yeah, I like your point, Max. It always, you know, it goes back to your boy uh, Vermeil. You know, he 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 always said, you know, when he came back to St. Louis, he said. He, he used to play conservative. He used to say, let's just, you know, grind it out and let's try and win by three. 
but he got sick of you know being up by three in the fourth quarter and then losing mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the last mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. So let's open it up. Let's go. Let's not be afraid to throw interceptions because we're gonna we're just gonna score. We're just gonna score as many points as possible. Yeah, I, I think that's it. It's, it's, you know, uh, to get an interception is is quite difficult, guys. Like, uh, let's just put that out there. Like, interceptions don't happen that frequently as frequently as they probably should. You look at the interceptions that happen, like even fucking like I'm thinking about San Francisco last year against the the Rams. The ball went right to the fucking cornerback, right? Right, right in his fucking like right in the numbers and he fucking dropped it. These guys aren't out there typically to fucking get interceptions. Like, you know, that's that's not their fucking mindset. Their mindset is to disrupt plays. Their number one thing is knocked like their instinct when you're training a fucking uh, a secondary player, the, the, what you tell them is knock the ball to the ground. Your immediate instinct is just fucking hit the ball to the ground. Don't try Don't try anything. Just knock the ball to the ground. Get it out of play. Like that's your instinct. Mm-hmm. So interceptions don't happen as frequently as they probably should because that instinct kicks in. And instead of trying to catch the ball, it's an instant reaction to swat at it and then get your hands in position to catch it. And, and so, I, again, I think it's definitely usually worth the risk if you trust your quarterback to be able to score on the next drive. Mm-hmm. If you give up an interception, you have trust in your quarterback that is going to score in the next drive. I trust Patrick Mahomes. I trust Joe Burrow. I don't know if I trust uh, <laughs> Josh Allen right now. Um, and I trust Dak. I honestly do. I trust Dak has the ability to fucking bounce back from interceptions and skill, still score touchdowns. Is statistically he having a terrible year? Yes, we know that. So, like I've been saying, is like, you look at all the numbers, Dak's having a terrible year. Look what he did last week, man. Look what he did last week. He scored five fucking touchdowns. You can't fucking discount this guy for being a dangerous fucking player. I just think that when you're looking at overall weapons, overall team play, the Niners just got the edge over Dallas, and that that's nothing that Dak can fucking do about that. Right, right. Well, then quickly to your point, uh, if if they could catch a ball, they'd probably be on the offensive side instead of that's in the exactly secondary. right. That's exactly right. Or yeah. they'd be playing for the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. My poor Raiders are getting shit on today. No, <sighs> you you did the playoffs. first shitting, by the way. You did the first shitting. On the I deserve it. <laughs> Can I get a Basachia back, please? <laughs> we should pronounce his name right this time. Yeah. Hey, I think, fuck, I'll take, I'll take uh, Byron Leftwich to take over for McDaniels. Speaking of, real quick, I know we're at the end of our show and we got to wrap up. Did you guys read the story of why Josh McDaniels uh, gave up the job for the Colts? Yes. Apparently, apparently, uh, Jim Ursay came over to their house and the wife was so disgusted by Ursay and his behavior. And just he went to the bathroom and didn't come out for like an hour that she told she basically told Josh, you can't take this job. (laughs) The wife, the wife made him. (laughs) He just must ooze scumbag from every poor Ursay. He just must ooze it. Oh my god, it must be so terrible, you know. It must be like it's just like goddamn. Like what do you think he was doing in the bathroom? What do you think? Oh. Drugs? Taking a deuce? Fell asleep? You know? I got liquor. He's got a liquor cabinet in there. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Yeah. 35 minutes. What are we going to talk about today? He says just when I in the pre-show. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? He's like, "Don't fucking worry." All right. Uh any comments to speak of? Uh, yeah, Nardog, let's see. The Jets are literally the Mets of the NFL. Yeah, that's my point. Uh, Giants need Saquon to take over the game. Uh, they, I totally agree. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, Mike Rose saying he's fading Big Cock Brock this week. He says it's not sustainable. He's going to take the Cowboys in the money line Ooh. and Brock Purdy over 0.5 interceptions. Uh, Ramon, it's going to be Dak's arm downfield versus uh, Big Jock Strap's arm. Uh, Nardog, maybe there was a painting in there in the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, Mike Rose saying all of the above, and of course, uh, Nar- I swear that Nardog is just your, your your sock puppet account arch because he just posted a GIF from Seinfeld. Oh, so, yeah, look yeah. at that. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's it. What do we talk about today? We talked about the NFL, nothing but the NFL, and fuck the Raiders, Max. That's it. That is it. Let us know anything but our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter are bidding absolute. No matter we those uh, please highs, rank, subscribe, download this every single episode. All right, we're gonna do two uh, DJ parlays, right, Panther? All right, so let's do today's parlay. My t- my my parlay for today pick is who the fuck did I say? I already told you. Now I got to remember who the fuck it was. Um, it was Miami, the Miami Heat. I think it was minus uh, plus one or minus one, whatever. I'm taking the Miami Heat. Well, best line I can get. That's uh, today. You said plus one. You'll plus one. Plus I think one. I can get the plus one. Yeah, it, it, the sports books were up in the air. With plus one, minus one. I'll take the plus one. I have to decide if Jimmy Butler's playing or not. Uh, Arch, who did you have? Atlanta Hawks minus two and a half. And it was only minus 108 at the time. I don't yeah, know what it I think it's, I've seen minus three, so I don't know if it's going up or down. Uh, I am on the Sacramento Kings. They're at home playing really well. Scary because the red hot Oklahoma City Thunder are coming to town. So uh, that'll be the DJ parlay for today, for Friday, for this weekend, guys. I mean, you don't have to take football, but I'm guessing we're taking football. Max, where are you at? Let me go last. Arch? I'm going to take the Winsonetti. I want to give you guys the opportunity. I want to give you guys the opportunity to stop me. I'm taking the Winsonetti Bungles plus the five and a half. All right, you're taking Cincinnati plus the five and a half. I am taking San Francisco minus the four. Giants money line. There you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Why, why can't we at least take the points? Giants money line. Oh, we're going to get a nice big payout on that one. And if uh, if the Giants hit, we will never, the, the Philly boys will never show up again, I swear. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, those are your parlays for today and this weekend. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly exclusively right here in the book club. Come on in and shoot the ship with us. Call us out by name. Throw some gifts in there. Talk some smack. Bury the bully. Whatever it is, call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you're doing today, what you're doing this weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.